welcome to another episode of The Smug Buds, the podcast where we explain everything to the geese. My name is Will, and I'm joined as always by Liz. Hi, Liz. Hi, Will. How are you doing? Feeling very listless today. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing okay. I feel like I'm racking up about as many wins as losses, so Mm -hmm. no complaints from me. Yeah. Are you, uh, th- so we're, we're recording on a Tuesday. Yes. Um, in the recent past, we've recorded mostly on Wednesday and Thursday evenings. And I've been able to say, how's your week? And you've been able to give a recap, mm-hmm. you know, with your current state. Um, as it is, it's uh, Tuesday, May 26th. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was Memorial Day. So we had the day off from work. Yes. And I know that you are in a unique situation where you are taking off from work tomorrow. So yes, uh, must feel like uh, the week hasn't really gotten started. Am I right? I don't know. I feel kind of like I got punched in the face by my week today. Oof magoof. <laughs> well, so we I actually had a four-day weekend. Yes. They w- gave us Friday off uh-huh. as like a thank you. Okay. We called it an appreciation holiday in the time system. Okay, that's something. Um, normally they actually give us like an early, like quote unquote, early dismissal on the Friday before Memorial Day. Yeah. And so they just sort of extended that, which was nice, which was very nice. Um, Elliot and I had a great time on Friday and then we all had a good three day weekend together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kenny has to go into the office tomorrow. And today I started working and Elliot was awake bright and early and I was like doing okay. And then the afternoon hit and it was like. All of the energy was, like, sapped from my body. Mm. And Elliot was, like, after I was done working, he was, like, Mama, you done working? You want to play? And I was, like, in my head, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I want to do literally anything else but pay attention to you. And that's so not fair to you because you've been waiting all day for somebody to pay attention to you. But all I want to do is close my eyes. (laughs) Yeah. And so I tried very hard to play with him. And I don't think I did a great job. And, um, yeah. And then, then I just have been sleepy and I kind of took a nap while I was waiting for you to call me. Okay. Well, a nap is good. Yeah. Did that give you any kind of a second wind? I think talking to Dana gave me a little bit of a second wind. That's something. All right. She is sunlight, so. Uh, yeah, well, that's career and family in a nutshell, right? <laughs> uh, you're taking it one day at a time, and some mm-hmm. days are better than others. Yes. Um, I appreciate you uh, podcasting under the circumstances, and I I hope that uh, this will not be uh, too taxing on your... Oh, I, uh, I can't imagine. On your energy-sapped uh, mind and body. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the check-in, we go on to old business. <gasps> old business. Liz, you have some old business, don't you? I do. It does not matter. But I was watching, I got Kenny to watch more of Joe Para with me. Good. To which he responded when I said, can we watch it? He said, are you expecting me to watch all of it? And I said... Yeah. And I also said, there's not that much. This is a really low-grade investment. Yeah. 
but we finished the, um, the episode before the season finale of season one, mm-hmm. which I think is episode, I want to say episode six or episode eight. Yeah, eight is right, I think. And, um, and the I was one with the, the rat musical. Yes. Yeah. And um, I was looking at the credits, and one of the Melsky children's name is Eddie Rays. Uh huh. E D D I E R E Y E S. Yeah. That is the name of the bassist in Taking Back Sunday. Oh, okay. This is why you texted me TBS. Yeah. Which I assumed was the Turner Broadcasting System. No. But is in fact Taking Back Sunday. Yes. And that's the only old business I have, (laughs) which is just that I was like, because like, it's such a specific name. I at first was like, was he in this? And then I was like, oh, no, that's the child. That's a child. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think they're related. Yeah. No relation, question mark. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Between Eddie Reyes and Eddie Reyes. Yeah. Well, I can chime in with a little bit of old business. Um, Once upon a time, I did an episode about Rick and Morty. Uh, Did you know that there are new episodes of Rick and Morty uh, airing (laughs) at this time? Um, You know what? I didn't know that. But I have been getting a lot of really weird Rick and Morty advertisements that Mm. every time I see one, I'm off put. Uh-oh. Where it's like a fully, I'm off, not off put like, oh, I'm disgusted, but I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Okay. Where it'll be like an advertisement for like Pringles. I Pringles is not what anything is an advertisement for, but like, it'll be I've, for something I'm like confused. Pringles. What? No, I'm, I'm so confused. Okay. First of all, why wouldn't there be advertisements for Pringles? No, 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 no. I'll be watching something else and suddenly... Rick and Morty are on my television screen. Advertising Pringles. Advertising something like Pringles. It is Pringles. Oh, wait, it actually is Pringles? Since the Super Bowl <laughs> in, like, January? I Super was just Bowls happened up, in January, I right? was just making... I literally was picking a generic food thing. No, it is... You are referring to a very specific <laughs> thing, but you are talking about it like it's a vague thing you don't remember or understand. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I just got very lucky with my guess. There was a Pringles commercial starring Rick and Morty during the Super Bowl. Oh, and Lord. and since then, variations on that commercial have continued to air. Oh, okay. I see one every time I load up a new episode of Rick and Morty, for That's example. an appropriate time, yeah. Yeah. I um actually thought it was for multiple things. Because, I, I mean, mean, truly, in a every sense, time it happened. kind of an advertisement for Rick and Morty. If you think the commercial yes. is funny, yeah. then you'll be interested in those characters. Like, every time I saw one of these commercials, I just was like, I think I thought it was a commercial for Rick and Morty and then realized it was a commercial for something else. Like it's, a com- it's a and commercial then- in which Rick literally yells, we're trapped inside a Pringles commercial. <laughs> they took us in our sleep. Yeah, so that's, I guess in that sense, I had a sense that something was happening, but only like a vague one. One that Mm -hmm. like put my mind into such a tailspin. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So 
this has no, that has nothing to do with the fact that new episodes are airing now because those commercials have existed since, as I said, the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. new new uh, episodes have been airing for about like four weeks. But you don't think that they started that at the Super Bowl to get people amped up for when the new episodes were be coming out for the past four weeks? I think that's probably a coincidence, being that those events are about four months apart. Okay, and... but I have a, a, a similar thing. Great. I was at Bright Aid, which is now Walgreens. Uh-huh. And for the past four months have been seeing Avatar The Last Airbender figurines on sale. Okay. For $17 each, which I have not purchased because they are too expensive. Uh, when you say on sale, do you mean for sale or yes. do you mean on sale? I mean for sale. Okay. That's a, that's a different <laughs> to thing. Be pur- to be purchased. Yes. And I could not figure out why they randomly had figurines from this very old television show for sale that were new at Walgreens. How do you know they were new? Because of the copyright date on the box. <laughs> Which you read? Yeah, I inspected them very carefully. I almost, I've almost bought them okay. many times over the mm. past few months. And then yeah. I've been like, no, because I can't pick between Aang and, and Katara. And I would have to buy both of them. I could not just buy one. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just can't justify spending $34 on toys at Bright Aid. This is the problem of toys. Yes. <laughs> and um, it's because it's on Netflix now. And so they know that there's going to okay. be a bunch of people that are watching it. And so they were making sure the merchandising was out. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Those those two seems those two things seem like they occurred in the wrong order. But yes, I can. I still I track what you're saying. Uh, and it makes sense. I think Rick and Morty starred in a Super Bowl commercial because Rick and Morty is popular. <laughs> F- full stop. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, I think it, I think it is erratic, uh, when there are new Rick and Morty episodes ready to air, uh, and scheduled and, and advertised as, uh, you know, being, uh, appearing on a certain date, um, as evidenced by the fact that last year there were only five new episodes and, and now I think, we're in the middle of another five. Uh-huh. I'm assuming that next week's is the season finale, but all of that is understood as season four. Yeah, which is even though there were weird. months in between. Yeah, episodes. Yeah, um, like a mid-season finale usually has like a month or a month and a half break, not not a season like a for, like a literal season of time. For the first time in a while, uh, uh, I I had thoughts on rick and morty that i like fully could articulate Mm. and so i did one tweet to uh express those thoughts to the world (laughs) and uh i immediately got pushback uh on them really friendly pushback to be Uh fair and and and, uh, the the author of the pushback was courteous enough to uh, slide into my DMs rather than uh, disagreeing with me publicly, but uh-huh. uh, no, of course it was. Uh, of course it was our friend Sam. I was going to say, was it Sam? <laughs> yeah, I I base I tweeted. I said 
the new Rick and Morty uh, is the new episode specifically. This this the newest episode is one of the best, and last week's was one of the worst, uh-huh. but still pretty good. Because mm-hmm. uh, even the worst, I I, I do still enjoy to some extent. Yeah. And Sam messaged me to say that he had the exact opposite feelings. <laughs> I something I love like very sincerely about Sam Martone is that I feel like very often he and I have the same interests and opposite opinions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which seems like contradictory. Yeah, no, no. I I'm glad you said that because I now recognize that that is my experience as well. <laughs> we have we have uh shared tastes with uh, no shared interests uh-huh. i meant to say with dissimilar tastes uh, with um with brand new he doesn't like deja and tendu uh-huh. the second album yeah but like which as loves... far as i'm concerned is is the only brand new album right but like loves daisy and your favorite weapon and whereas like as far as i'm concerned it's i think that's right like deja and tendu and um um devil Devil and god God are like the best ones yeah since we're talking about sam before we get off the subject do you want to share the subject of sam martin do you want to share with everyone the uh same brain moment that that Sam and I had uh, in in I- immediately in in the wake of your virtual book launch. Oh my God! Please tell me I don't remember. So uh, you did a virtual book launch, yes, for your debut book of poetry, Ashley Sugarnotch and the Wolf, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> by Elizabeth Deanna Morris Lakes, and uh, you, uh, in addition to doing a reading, you took questions from the audience. Uh huh. And one of the last, if not the very last question that you answered was from Dana. Uh-huh. You sort of, you partially answered it. You answered it. To, oh, yes. You answered it to uh, uh, everyone's satisfaction. But but technically it was partially in the terms of the question. D- Dana's question was, in in the film adaptation of your book, what two actors will play the titular roles and also who will direct that film and i say you answered it partially because i don't recall you saying anything about a director but you uh said adam driver would play the wolf always and you didn't have someone in mind for ashley sugar notch yes and i texted you afterwards i want to submit anya taylor joy Yes. As uh, the performer who should play Ashley Sugarnotch. Yes. And then you texted me back something in all caps, something like, holy shit, or it was, oh my it was, God. It was, oh my God, I have it up now. Yeah. So at 9.47, Sam te- messages me on Twitter, Anya Taylor-Joy is my Ashley Sugarnotch, is Ashley Sugarnotch, IMO. 10.05, mm-hmm. you text me, BTW, my fan casting of Ashley is... Anya Taylor Joy, <laughs> <laughs> which is, I I I don't want to underestimate how insane that is. <laughs> like we we both could have picked literally anyone in the world. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we both picked the same person. Someone which, I had never heard of. Right, which I think is a testament to 
you're you're not only uh, the the shared interests between me and Sam, but also a testament to your your strengths as a writer mm-hmm. that you gave to two separate readers who have about as little contact as two people who know each other can yeah. have. Yeah. Uh, and, and and they both came up with the same like uh, idea of the the fictional person you created. Can I also tell you a very brief um, Ashley Sugarnosh update? Yeah, please. So I get, um, I get, I have set up a Google alert for my name, like, yeah, literally a decade ago, sure. and didn't get a single, like, email about it until my book started coming out, and mm-hmm. I've now only gotten like two or three emails mm-hmm. where they basically you get like a digest. Um, mm. And of like the times. And I don't know why it hasn't come up before because, you know, I've gotten things. I actually thought a couple of times that it wasn't set up correctly because mm. like I've gotten poems published and essays published and like I never got a Google alert, like a digest alert for like when I got published in like the rumpus. Mm-hmm. Um, but and my name is very specific, too. So it's not like. Like on the one hand, it comes up immediately when you Google it. But on the other hand, it's not like I would be anybody else. Yeah. Do you have so, it set up for variations on your name or just your entire name? So I had it originally set up for Elizabeth Deanna Morris. And now I have it set up for that and for Elizabeth Deanna Morris Lakes. Uh-huh. Um, which is actually why I got two notifications on this. Because this thing that popped up had at, had put my name as Lakes, Elizabeth Deanna Morris. Uh-huh. But so I got one of these emails today and I was like, ooh, a Google alert. Yeah. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Do you see what that says? Uh, well, hang on. I see your book cover and, oh, eBay. It's on eBay and it says nonfiction books and it's $23.47 <laughs> free shipping. <laughs> Do you know how much my book costs from the publisher? I, I'm guessing it can't be more than twenty. It's sixteen dollars. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not free shipping, but mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I was tickled by that. I texted it to, yeah. to Sarah Devote of the Pod and said, "I don't know. This seems like a ripoff." Yeah, uh, I I want to know all about that seller. Yeah, it's apparently a seller. Like it's it's just called like. Uh, is it a, is it is it like an indie bookstore or like a. It's like that uses eBay for distribution. I don't know. It's like just like bookseller name. Like it's like Mm. generic. Um, here we go. It's great book prices. One, (laughs) they've sold 114,211 items. Okay. But they also mail out of Jessup, Maryland. Just somebody who makes money buying and reselling. A bunch of books, I guess. I want to know who amongst my friends is Mm. selling their book already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Um, If it it does turn out to be someone you know, that's a a huge twist. (laughs) Um, So are we ready? I'm ready. Um, Liz, have I told you what we're going to be doing today? No. Doing. Not even talking about. Do you have, do you, why do you, why do you suppose I haven't told you? Oh, no. Are you going to ask me to marry you? (laughs) (laughs) No. 
Is it a trivia contest? Yes. It is? Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, I wouldn't call it a contest. <laughs> uh, but what I am calling it is uh, welcome to the pub quiz episode <gasps> of the Smug Buds. Oh, my God. I didn't know this was coming at all. Yay. Liz is surprised and excited. So uh, we're going to do a little bit of context. Uh-huh. And then we're going to get into the real main course, which the is... The real deal. I've written a quiz. And it's for you and our listeners. We'll get yes. to play along, too. Mm-hmm. So context starts with getting a baseline. Liz. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You ever in 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 the times before the pandemic? You ever do pub quiz or bar trivia? Yeah, a lot actually. Do um, tell. Kenny and I started going in grad school. Well, I went a little bit when I when I lived at home between undergrad and grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kenny and I started going. We started listening to a podcast uh, that I loved called Good, Good Job, Job Brain, Brain. Um, which is now defunct. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, um, includes Chris Kohler, who's a video game writer, a really great video game writer. And, yeah. um, I still get to read his stuff, which is cool. Nice. And so we started going, um, to the green turtle. We went to a couple places mm-hmm. and we landed on going to the green turtle in Fairfax. We went there for a while and then it was, we moved basically. So that was too far away. And so then we started going to... A couple of places around here, and that took us a while to land. And then we started going. We went. We've gone to one pretty consistently at World of Beer, mm-hmm. and then we were going to one pretty consistently at um, a brewery. That's name. I can never remember the name. I was going to say it's Seven Locks, but it's not Seven Locks. It's the other one. A brewery of the name of which I'll remember at some point. So and it sounds like it's been a pretty regular, like once a week thing am i right in saying yeah that? so it was definitely once a week when we didn't have elliot <laughs> right yeah and then when we had elliot we were actually once i healed up we were going maybe three times a month mm-hmm. um and then we kind of fell off of it i mean the problem yeah. is that it was like expensive mm. um because like you have to buy something <laughs> yeah and um but then also on top of that, like, Elliot at different times was good for different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, when he was a little baby, it was actually fine because he would just fall asleep. Yeah. And then there was a time when he couldn't really move when he was fine. And then now he's at a time where he's just too wiggly and he gets very – he gets so weird. Oh, you mean taking him with you? Oh, yes. Gotcha. Because that's okay. the thing. We never had any babysitters for this. I that see. would be incredibly expensive. I that see. would mean that every night we were going out, we were spending, like, $100. <laughs> Well, yeah, assuming that you don't have, like, that nearby that family member yeah. who, you know, grandma always comes and watches him. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder how common an experience it is to uh, have a regular bar trivia uh, when you're in grad school. Because um, yeah. it sounds like you started in earnest uh, once you were in grad school. But um, I will say I went... It was not a grad school thing. Okay. Uh, I was going with Kenny and because we needed something to do. Okay. And then eventually I did get some of my friends from grad school to come, like my dear friend Alicia and my friend James Merrifield. Yeah. Um, and Aram. My friend Aram would come too. But um, it was not like, oh, the grad school cohort 
yeah. going out to trivia. Gotcha. That sounds great. And uh, I did not have friends that wanted to do that, <laughs> at so, least initially. So it sounds like you've had, there have been many times when just you and Kenny have gone and yes. done trivia and it's just the two of you on a team. Yes. And how, how was that? How did that go? Pretty well. Yeah. Our problem is um, sports. And yeah. so most recently when we've been going, it's very often been me and Kenny and our friend Nick. Okay. And Nick knows about sports. Gotcha. Okay. So. <laughs> um, and our name is Abraham Lincoln's Brass Knuckles. Yes. That sounds familiar. I think you've told me that before. Unless it's a reference and I know the reference. You, It's both. It is a reference. So. Um, when Abraham Lincoln, when they were thinking that he was going to get assassinated, his like security dude gave him like a pair of goggles, like a cape and a pair of brass knuckles. Okay. And so when you're going down the stairs at, uh, Ford's theater, mm -hmm. um, there is a glass, the basement is like the museum part and yeah. cause they still have shows there. And, um, there's a glass case, like, you know how stairs sort of like go around. Sometimes there's a glass case in the, that middle part. Yeah. That has these fucking brass knuckles in there so i was in grad school for two years uh never had a bar trivia night mm -hmm. uh meanwhile uh dana was in grad school uh here in arizona and she was going out to pub quiz uh every week uh with her uh, mfa friends uh and then uh, in her third year uh i i joined the party i moved to arizona and I got to partake in uh, some of those pub quizzes. It was uh, uh, the the really regular one was at a place uh, on Mill Ave called Rula Bula. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there was a second one, which was a different night, which was like an occasional we'll go to this as well. And that was fun. It was less fun and more fun in some ways. Because it was much easier. Mm. Uh, and so it was like easy to win, but didn't have the fun of a challenge. Um, and that was at a place that I think was called Devil's Advocate. And that was like much more of like a sports bar, mm -hmm. uh, divey place. Uh, whereas Rula Bula was like a, like an Irish style pub um, with uh, that, that attracted a different kind of clientele. Yeah. Um, the, the team that, most often ran away with it at Rulabula was a, a team called the flying Jesuits. <laughs> and I, I, I assume you have an accurate picture of that team in your mind. Yeah. Just when yes. I say that team name. Um, then uh, moving to Tucson, that was all uh, disrupted. And then uh, a couple of folks uh, from uh, Dana's life in Tempe uh, also moved to Tucson later. Uh, and they were part of the trivia group and trivia lovers. And so we, we started going uh, with them uh, here in Tucson and also with uh, uh, one or two friends of theirs who we met this way. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, ever since, all the pub quizzes that we've done have been, uh, and this is, a, I'm going to turn this into a question for you. Yeah. They, they've all been through Geeks Who Drink. Have mm -hmm. you, uh, in, in your bar trivia experience, have you, been, how, to what extent have you been exposed to the, the geeks who drink uh, uh, model or, or conglomerate 
so they have geeks who drink out here explicit mm-hmm. like explicitly um that like yep. explicit brand yeah um i have never been to geeks who drink but i have seen flyers because ah. some of the places that we were going for trivia would have multiple nights mm-hmm. with different companies yeah but we never i that's the sort of thing that i would think i'd be good at and i know that i wouldn't actually be good at well yeah i wonder how much how similar it is to what you what you think it is uh-huh. um because the name implies that it's like all pop culture or something like that yeah it's it's really like just a name mm-hmm. um so i'm gonna give you a taste of an approximation of yeah. what the geeks who drink style trivia uh is like uh because i've partially based my own quiz on the way that they do their quizzes uh and uh basically uh i got the idea to do this because i just got to thinking about the things that i'm missing during the pandemic and the things Mm -hmm. that i absolutely can't do and the things that i uh took for granted before but also which is a thing that we can we can do a version of right we we can do it virtually we can do our own home brew um and that's also why um i'm always drinking a beer when we're doing the podcast but that's why i'm drinking it out of this nice big glass uh Mm -hmm. this time around uh to to evoke the pub atmosphere if i had known i would have gotten kenny's green turtle mug i was gonna say do you have anything to drink Oh, yeah, I'm drinking a wild manner, wild mannered amber ale. Mm. Nice. Um, I like a good amber ale. Yeah, me too. Or a brown ale. So that Kenny got that for me because he is a trendy motherfucker and only wants to drink IPAs, and I hate it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too keen on that myself. So that's good. I'm glad you have something to drink that 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 helps the mood as it's supposed mm-hmm. to be for this exercise. Do you have uh, something to write with? And it could be your computer. I do not want to write on my computer. Okay. Because it's too tall. I will in like a lickety split. Yeah. I'll talk. You get. So I uh, Liz is getting something to write with and something to write on. Um, it is, you might say, completely unnecessary for Liz to write down her answers since Liz is the only one uh, participating in this uh, quiz. And so why don't I have her just verbalize her answers uh, right after I ask the question? Uh, and the, ans- the, the the reason why is because uh, I want to give you, the listener, a chance to play along with this quiz. So uh, we don't want uh, answers uh, being yelled out as soon as the questions are asked. I want to give you, the listener... Uh, time to think about each question uh, just as Liz will be thinking about it as she's writing down her answers and also you you will find that in um, maybe one or two of these rounds um, the uh, the the uh, answers within the round have a relationship to one another so that it helps to uh, know them all at once it might help you decide that you're going to change your answer on a previous question if you know what the answers are uh, later in the round. Therefore, Liz, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you to write down your answers rather than just saying your answers. Um, and so, and we'll just we'll we'll score at the end of each round. Okay. If this were a true geeks who drink um, pub quiz experience, then there might be 
like three scoring breaks so like every few rounds but it's just you here we'll do yeah. it we'll do it after each round okay. um just like in geeks who drink there are going to be eight rounds and two of them are audio rounds Ooh. and in each round there are going to be eight questions oh wow okay yes this is closer to the second model of trivia that i did okay the one that was at world of beer and at the the brewery all right. Uh, do you have any uh, questions or, or comments before we begin? So I don't have to worry I because I was getting my stuff. I don't have to worry about um, like pick, picking. I just have to write down the answer and then we'll score from there. Yes. Just write down the answer and, and we'll score. Not to get too far away from the trivia. The yeah. place that we the thing that we did at Green Turtle for a very long time, the trivia yeah. that we did there, each had a section of three questions and you would assign how many points you wanted each question mm. to be worth. Yes. So the, the, the thing that geeks who drink has that is sort of similar to that is that you can opt to, um, double the points you get from only one out of the eight rounds. Oh, okay. And you have to decide when you turn in your answer sheet. Mm-hmm. You don't get to decide at the yeah, end. Yeah. So you were kind you of say like I did really good on this. Let's double it. Yeah, it's kind of like a little bit of gambling. You're 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 yeah. making a bet that this is going to be your the your best round at the end of the night. Now yeah. there's a big asterisk that comes with that, which is two out of the eight rounds are always double points in and of themselves. So um, you always want to use that doubling on one of those two rounds. Yeah. If you had a competitor who was here and actually doing it live with us, then I mm-hmm. might have done that. But but we don't. So we're not we're not really doing a competition. So I didn't bother with any of the double points or the doubling. Yeah, um, that makes sense. It's just you and me, and the listener can play along, and they can compare how they do with how you do. But mm-hmm. you're not really competing against anyone. Yeah. All right. Any other questions or comments? No, I'm ready. Okay, round number one, I am calling the year in review. Okay. And this is a round on things that happened just within the past few days. <laughs> and that's why I'm calling it the year in review. So I love you so much. It's a little joke about <laughs> the pace at which things happen. Oh, God. Question number one. President Trump recently told the world he is taking hydroxychloroquine which a study in The Lancet since showed is associated with decreased in-hospital survival when used for treatment of COVID-19. In appropriate usages, hydroxychloroquine may treat what disease caused by a plasmodium parasite transmitted by the bite of an infected mosquito. So the question is, what do you use hydroxychloroquine to treat? When you did that whole first line, I was like, I kept waiting for there to be a blank. And yeah. then you would just say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the second question? Mm-hmm. Okay. Question two. Joe Biden said in an interview, quote, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black, unquote. He was talking to what host of The Breakfast Club, whose name evokes 
the Holy Roman Empire. Question number three. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden has said his running mate will be a woman. According to Politico, what Massachusetts senator recently told students at the University of Chicago's Institute of Politics, quote, I think right now people want to see improvements in our health care system, and that means strengthening the Affordable Care Act, unquote. Question number four. After a century in business, a certain company known not for donuts, but for rental cars, filed for bankruptcy protection last Friday. Name that company. And if you, the listener at home, want me to repeat any question that Liz does not need repeated, you can just hit rewind and hear me read it again and hope that I didn't fuck it up somehow. Liz is thinking. I can tell she's thinking and not writing. I want to give her time, but I can't, I can't give her the next one. Okay. The next one. Question five. Speaking of cars, Germany's highest civil court ruled that what auto manufacturer must pay compensation to a motorist who had bought one of its diesel minivans fitted with emissions cheating software in what has been called Dieselgate. Mm -hmm. Question six. Yeah. The University of California Board of Regents voted unanimously to phase out two tests from their admissions process, known by what two initialisms that could easily be acronyms? Question number seven. Quote, in the middle of the whole saga of the painful backside, I had a small heart attack, unquote. These words were spoken in an Instagram video over the weekend by Brian May, guitarist for what band who had a 1974 album called Sheer Heart Attack? I should know this and Kenny's going to be so mad at me that I don't. Okay. To really shorten that question, I would say Brian May is the guitarist for what band? (laughs) And final question, question number eight. Instagram comments posted by Grimes over the weekend imply that she and Elon Musk have slightly altered the name of their child. Yes. With one comment saying, quote, Roman numerals looks better TBH, unquote. Mm -hmm. If the number in the baby's name remains the same, but it's spelled in Roman numerals, then what three characters will the child's name end in now? Yes. And Liz looks very pleased to to know the answer already. All right. So before we reveal the answers and score the round, do you, do you need any questions repeated? I don't need any questions repeated. Can I make, without revealing the answer, mm. the, a comment about the Grimes thing? Of course. Kenny um, told me this today, which is how I'm like pleased that I know about it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he said that somebody had commented on the article he read and it was like, aw, baby's first software upgrade. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay. Are are there any it, I'm sorry, let me let me rephrase that. Is there any one that that you would would like a hint on? Number four. Okay. So number four was after a century in business, a company known not for donuts, but for rental cars 
filed a bankruptcy protection, filed for bankruptcy protection last Friday. So, so this hint is already sort of in the question, but maybe I've made it too obscure. So let me, let me spell out this hint a little, a little clear, more clearly. Yeah. Um, here's, here's your hint. Hey, Liz, you want a blank donut? Glazed? And, um, (laughs) And remember, we're looking for the name of a rental car company. Oh, Okay, I guessed correctly then. Okay, great. All right, so let's 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 go over it. Oh, say that so, was incredibly obfuscated, though. <laughs> Thanks. Um, question number one was about hydroxychloroquine. What did you write? Malaria. Correct. Question number two was about the Joe Biden radio interview. What did you write? Julio Caesar. No, uh, the correct answer is Charlemagne the God. <laughs> oh. That's that's the Breakfast Club host whose name evokes the Holy Roman Empire. His name is Charlemagne the God. I had no idea who he was talking to in that interview, so I just wrote down a joke. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, question number three was about the Massachusetts senator, and you wrote... Elizabeth Warren? Correct. Uh, who is saying that uh, improvements in our healthcare system mean strengthening the Affordable Care Act... And just by coincidence, Joe Biden is looking for a female running mate. Um, uh, side note, Elliot yeah. had heart surgery three years ago on the first. So oh. in like a week. Congratulations. So he was going to his like consultant appointments today. which I, So I've been thinking about that. Speaking of health care. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, question number four was about the rental car company. And you wrote. Hertz. Yeah. As in you want a Hertz donut. And then I punch you <laughs> and I say Hertz donut. <laughs> Uh, question number five was about the uh, German uh, ruling. Volkswagen? You, yes, correct. That's the diesel gate. Uh, question number six was about uh, UC, and you wrote... SAT and ACT, SAT correct. and ACT, if right. you wanted to make them acronyms. Exactly right. That is the dif- That is the difference between an acronym and an initialism, as we've discussed okay. on the podcast before. Uh, question number seven was about Brian May, and you wrote... Okay, so- I'm going to write, tell you what I wrote, and if I get it wrong, can I guess again, not for points, just for my brain? Of course. I wrote The Who? Incorrect. Uh, Led Zeppelin? Incorrect. I've run out of options. Who is it? Queen. Queen! Yes. Okay. And the... Uh, I knew... That, see, Kenny's going to be very disappointed in me. Final question was about Elon Musk and Grimes' baby, and you wrote... XII. Correct. XII is 12 in Roman numerals. So you got six out of eight. I imagine that baby being like, um, hello, um, I would like to change my name to Sarah. And the judge being like, why? And the baby being like, have you seen my name? Mm -hmm. And the judge looking at the baby's name and being like, except now the baby's an adult and being like, yeah, we can do that. We can do Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you yeah. want to throw a last name in there yes yes smith sounds nice mm. sarah smith yes that sounds lovely uh yeah uh, grimes's instagram comments did not address the question of uh whether the name as written uh it will be legal <laughs> <laughs> because it contains uh a, a character that's 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 yeah it contains an ash which we learned about in our old english episode it, it uh not not a 
not part of our alphabet anymore. No. Um, okay, so just as it is in Geeks Who Drink, uh, round two is the first audio round. And the, nice. the, the theme in the first audio round is always uh, songs. Mm -hmm. um, it's basically a name that song round. Um, and uh, the the theme of this round, uh, I'm calling it karaoke, <laughs> as in quarantine karaoke. Mm -hmm. um, and these are all songs that, as the kids might say, uh, hit different uh, <laughs> during this time of uh, having to, to stay in your home. Um, mm -hmm. Now, if this were a real Geeks Who Drink um, trivia, then this would be a double point round because you would get one point for the song title and one for the artist. Right. I'm not really interested in doing that. So I'm going to say I want the name of the song. And, okay. it, and if you give the artist, that's that's just gravy. But but the point yeah. is going to come from the title of the song. The name. So okay. I've I've got my my Bluetooth speaker here, and as mm -hmm. we've done before, when I've played songs uh, on the show, I'm going to play the speaker into the microphone. Nice. Um, so song number one. So that's 30 seconds of that song. Song number two. That was song number two. Song number three. get the idea um i'm i'm going off of links in an email here and i'm using my phone and i have to be very precise with my thumb when i'm selecting these links so mm -hmm. here's if i can manage to click it correctly here's song number four Also, trying to be very careful to 
cut these songs off before you hear any of the titles in the lyrics. Song number five. jamming out we're having fun that was number five here's song number six one i finally know for sure going but we're going to song number seven And finally, song number eight. Went to the porch to have a thought. Got to the door and again I couldn't stop. You don't know where and you don't know when. But you still got your words and you've got your friends. Walking on to another day. Work a little harder, work another way. Well, uh, um, baby, I ain't got no plan. Oh, floating on, maybe would you understand? This might be the round where we find out that I've made the quiz a little too hard. (laughs) (laughs) No, these are all almost all songs that I recognize. I'm traditionally very bad at music rounds. And I'm for somebody that feels like I know a lot about music. Yes. Yes. Or like more than some people. I'm the worst at them as well. I, uh, I, you said earlier that, that when you go with trivia, go to trivia with Kenny, what you lack is sports knowledge. And that's generally true for me too. But the, the thing where I really feel weakest is when that first audio round comes and, and I don't know any of the songs or any of the artists. Um, so, um, do you need me to replay any of them? No. Great. And, you... and yeah, I think I think as a note, the reason that I feel so silly and foolish when I get music rounds wrong mm-hmm. is because sports, I just know I don't know. Mm-hmm. But music, <laughs> you know plenty of music. Yes. And it's you... just never any of the songs they fucking pick. Yeah, right. So um, uh, do you do you uh, do you want to select one of these for for a hint at all? Yeah. Could you do four? One, two, three, four. Okay. Would it help you to know that this song is played uh, during the uh, opening, uh, uh, sort of the opening set piece of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? 
I think, yeah, it's like, I think I, I, it's like, I think I'm having a misheard lyric situation. Mm, Okay. Interesting. So we'll, let's just go with it. Okay. What was song number one? I said some 80s song. (laughs) Um, You, do you, do you care to, care to get, again, the theme is, it hits. I have nothing. Hits different because, okay. The name of that song is Vacation. It's, it's Vacation by. The Go-Go's. Yes. Uh, what was song number two? I said some song by the Cars. It was actually the Talking Heads. Ah. And that song is called Take Me to the River. I never would have gotten that title. Uh, later popularized by the Big Mouth Billy Bass uh, novelty gift. <laughs> he wanted to be taken to the river. Um, what was song number three? Uh, it's Weezer. Yes. And I think the song is Holiday in the Sun. Uh, unfortunately, it's not. What uh, is it? You're so close. Uh, it's Island in the Sun. I knew it was something in the sun, and I couldn't remember what it was. They also have a song called Holiday. Yes, which I is do. On yes, the first they do. I think, I think I was putting them together. Yeah. Well, you, you absolutely did. Um, so close, but, but so far. Yeah. Um, what was, uh, song number four? Is it Dear Sunny Skies? No. Sorry. What is it? It's called Mr. Blue Sky. Mr. Blue Sky. Mr. See, Blue I knew, Sky I by... could hear, like, the, t- like, the, yep. Dear Sunny Skies. Mr. Mr. Blue, Sky, Blue Skies. Please tell please us why. Please tell us why. Who by, sings that? By ELO, or Electronic okay. Light Orchestra. Yeah. Uh, what was song number five? Uh, run so far away. Uh, yeah, just, just, re- just, re- just repeat. I know you said it correctly. I know you already run said. Run so it. far. Uh, th- uh, I no, so I did. Far away. I didn't hear you. Okay, I heard that. The song is called. I run so far away. <laughs> I run. That's that's correct. You're you're you are correct in saying that I, because I just heard you say that the name of the song is "I Ran" parentheses oh. so far away. See, I got it. I know you did. Um, what's song number six? No cars go. Correct. Okay, fire. Correct. What's song number seven? I said, "Who fucking knows, man." Um, it's by the Beach Boys. If you had asked for a hint on number seven, I would have told you your hint is that Steve Carell sings this song in the trailer for Space Force, which we uh, talked about last week. The song is called Kokomo. Kokomo. I would not. I would not. I don't know very much Beach Boys. I don't have very much Beach Boys knowledge. And what was the final song? So it's by Modest Mouse. Yeah. I have no idea what the name of it is. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna say retroactively, since this was quite difficult, and yes. I, 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 I feel for you because, as I said, I suck at these rounds yes. when we're at the bar. So yes. I'm going to say retroactively. What I meant to say was if you give me the song title or the artist, you get, <laughs> you get a point. So yeah. you, you got the Weezer one and you got the Modest Mouse one. Great. Uh, that Modest Mouse song is called The World at Large. I, yeah, I wouldn't. And again, these were all songs that were supposed to be aspirational when you are stuck at home so you got four out of eight uh not bad <laughs> not bad I sure, I sure did and uh two two rounds down six to go um 
you got um, half uh, on that last round. And speaking of mm-hmm. getting half, uh, the next round is a 50-50 round. Ooh. So the way that this works is, I'll give you an example. In a previous mm-hmm. uh, ge- a real Geeks Who Drink uh, pub quiz, uh, one time we uh, we had a 50-50 round where um, the theme was, uh, for each question, we will read you a quote. And you tell us, is this a quote from Elon Musk or Thanos? Thanos from the Avengers. I love film, these. For example. We do these BuzzFeed quizzes all the time. This is kind of like a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah. Um, which makes me question uh, doing this, my, writing this myself. But I like BuzzFeed. I went, I went for it anyway. Um, so uh, I'm calling this 50-50 round less milk, more honey. Mm. And it's a round on Ruby, Ruby Core and yes! and Winnie the Pooh. <gasps> so I'm going to read you a quote. Oh my god! And it is either a poem by Ruby Core or a quote from A. A. Milne's book Winnie the Pooh. I just want to say that this is the best old business I ever could have asked for. <laughs> yes, I tried to. I tried to. Sprinkle in some old business, like like seasoning. It's like like seasoning in a riffable recipe. Yes, I've sprinkled in the old business. Okay, so for each one, write down rupee or poo. Question one: I used to believe in forever, but forever's too good to be true. Number two: Some people care too much. I think it's called love. Oh, my God. Question number three. To hate is an easy, lazy thing, but to love takes strength everyone has, but not all are willing to practice. I just want to say you fucking nailed this. <laughs> Thanks. And by the way, um, all of the Winnie the Pooh quotes are pulled from Goodreads. Goodreads has quote pages for certain books or certain people. So... Um, that's, that's my resource, uh, hoping that it is accurate. Um, number four, rivers know this. There is no hurry. We shall get there someday. Number five, I think we dream so we don't have to be apart for so long. If we're in each other's dreams, we can be together all the time. Number six, the irony of loneliness is we all feel it at the same time. Number seven, you have so much but are always hungry for more. Stop looking up at everything you don't have and look around at everything you do. And finally, number eight, people say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. All right. Number one, I used to believe in forever, but forever is too good to be true. Is that rupee or poo? Poo. Correct. Number yes. two, some people care too much. I think it's called love. Rupee or poo? Poo. Correct. Number yes. three, to hate is an easy, lazy thing. Dot, dot, dot. Rupee or poo? Rupee. Correct. Number four, rivers know this. There is no hurry. We shall get there someday. Rupee or poo? I felt very torn about this, but I put rupee. Sorry, that's poo. Uh, Number five, I think we dream so we don't have to be apart for so long, dot, 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 rupee or poo. Poo. Poo is correct. 
The irony of loneliness is we all feel it at the same time. Who? Rupee. Oh. You have so much but are always hungry for more. Uh, Rupee. Rupee. Rupee is correct. And finally, people say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. Who? Correct. So. If that had been Rupee, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to handle that. I, I, fin- <laughs> I, I like to finish with a fun one. So you got six out of eight, much like yeah. the first round. You nailed that, Will. Oh, thank you. That's How great. did you come up with poo? Well, uh, you mean as a... Foil. As, as a foil to Rupee Core? Yeah. I think I I think I got it from the name of her book. I think I just thought of the, <laughs> the name of her book, Milk and Honey. And I was like, oh, yeah, Winnie the Pooh is is quoted a lot and and has these little pithy things to say that you might put on like an inspirational poster i think that was my thought <gasps> oh my process. god i had beer in my mouth and was just absolutely going to spit it out <laughs> yeah. so okay so that was less milk more honey um the yes. next round uh i'm calling name and number so uh in this round i am going to give you the name of an installment in a series and you just have to tell me which number it is in that series so for example if i were to Got say it. harry potter and the half blood prince the correct answer would be 6 6 yeah so we're going with the number that it's been assigned not the order in which it arrived um uh n- both okay that's not relevant to the harry potter example is it no okay but it would be to star wars okay well i've tried to be very careful about this okay so that the answer is so that the correct answer is the correct answer no matter what criteria you apply to it okay fair now um, so you're only choosing star wars movies from the final trilogy understood here's one last clue yes um, you will not use the same number more than once. Ooh. And that includes the example I just gave you. Okay. Number one, The Force Awakens. Number two, Breaking Dawn. Number three, mm-hmm. The Fate of the Furious. Number four, A Dance with Dragons. Uh, Number five, The Penultimate Peril. Okay. Number six, The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, no. Not The Spy Who Shagged Me. Unfortunately. The Spy (laughs) Who Loved Me. Number seven, A Study in Scarlet. This one's for you, Dad. Thanks for nothing, Steve. (laughs) See, Steve is a great joke name. (laughs) Hey, it's what I'm always saying. Uh, A Study in Scarlet. And finally, uh, number eight, The Naked Gun 33 and a Third, colon, The Final Insult. All right, do you need any of those repeated? No. Would you like to single out any one of them for a hint? 
No. Hmm. Okay. Not taking a single hint. All right. Are there, and, and, and remember, you're not repeating any numbers when you're listing okay. all the answers together. Okay. I'm ready. The Force Awakens is number... Seven. Correct. And that is by all standards, not just in-universe chronology, but also the order they were released. And also, if I had said The Last Jedi, you could have made a case that that was nine because Rogue One came after The Force Awakens, uh, etc. So that's why I picked The Force Awakens. I'm not counting. Did you see see how I immediately honed in on that as an issue? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) I, 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 I think about these things, too. Yes. And I, 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 I counted on you not counting the holiday special or the Ewok uh, feature films, TV movies. Yeah. Just as I have not. Okay, number two. Breaking Dawn is number? Three? Four. Four. Eclipse is three. New Moon is two. And Twilight knew, is one. I knew that New Moon was two. Bre- I don't think I realized there was a fourth book. Yeah, there are four. And five movies, because Breaking yes. Dawn was split up. I think I thought it was the same as Hunger Games, where it was three mm. three books, four movies. Yeah. But no, it's four books, five movies. Okay. Right. Okay, number three. The Fate of the Furious is movie number? Four? Oh, no. I'm sorry. No. It's number eight. Oh, eight. That's why it's called Ooh. The Fate. Because when you, when you do F8, that yes. makes fate. A Dance with Dragons is Game of Thrones book number... Two? Five. Oh! Uh, the Penultimate Peril? Well, I guessed five. Uh, yep. Yeah, nope. Can't be five. Um, do you know what it's from? No. You, do you have a guess? No. Okay, I'll tell you. It's a series of books. Okay. Uh, for a young, for a for, for very a young, unfortunate events. Yes, events. And so, so, if it's the penultimate peril, it's like book twenty three or something. How Aren't many, there a bunch of those? How many books do you suppose? What number of books do you suppose are in a series of unfortunate events? Twenty four, apparently. No, Since I just I, guessed twenty three. I, I read so many of those and got nowhere near to the end. Okay. Not coincidentally, there are 13 books, oh. a significant number in yeah. unfortunate circumstances. Yes. Um, and the penultimate peril would make this book number? 12. 12, yes. Um, the spot- I think I read five of these and was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I, n- I didn't uh, get through the first one. Uh, <laughs> I liked the, ne- the Netflix show, though. Um, the Spy Who Loved Me. Is it one? No, um, it's... I thought you would throw a one in there somewhere. We're getting to it. Ugh. Um, the Spy Who Loved Me is number 10, and I, okay. I chose The Spy Who Loved Me because I looked up both James Bond movies in order and James Bond books in order. Oh, is this the one that... And The Spy Who Loved Me is the one that lined up. It was 10th... That's amazing. It was 10th on both of those lists. Uh-huh. Uh, none of the rest were, were the same. Um, a Study in Scarlet? Eight. No, it, this is this is the number one. Oh, this is the one. It is, it's the original Sherlock Holmes novel. Oh. Study in Scarlet, the first appearance of Sherlock Holmes. The Naked Gun, 33 and a third, The Final Insult? 
I have no idea. I said nine. Oh, okay. I picked I, a number that had not yet. I did not have on my list yet. Did you have three on your list already? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought that Breaking Dawn was three. Yeah, that would have thrown you off. Okay, yeah, that's that's too bad. Yeah, no, that is, that is in fact the third. You get the naked gun from the uh, files of Police Squad. That's the first movie. And then the naked gun two and a half is the second movie. And then the Naked Gun 33 and a third is the third movie. That's the... These are movies. Yes. The Naked Gun is a series of comedy films starring Leslie Nielsen. Huh. Related to Liam Nielsen? That's Liam Neeson. So no. No. (laughs) Liam is a Neeson and Leslie is a Nielsen. Or I I should say was. Rest in peace. Oh. I'm Um, sure Liam's really broken up about that. Did you have a thing that you thought the naked gun was or was that no. just no okay gotcha the last four i just didn't know what they were at all and then the first three i thought well, i knew you, better you probably knew that the spy who loved me was a james bond movie yes i did know that at least yeah that's why i guessed it was number one gotcha because i just thought he's gonna put a one in here somewhere and that sounds like a good first bond thing yeah in fact the first james bond movie is dr no and oh. I don't uh, remember off the top of my head what the first of the books is. Well, you know, I said... No, actually, I said yes, I, I do. I, I, yes, I do. It's actually, it's obvious. It's Casino Royale. Because oh. when they rebooted it with Daniel Craig, it was significant that that movie was called Casino Royale because that was the very first of the novels. Yeah. So I know I said that I thought that was one, but I think I think there's actually a, a zero there. I... I can't read what you're... Oh, 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 I see. You wrote 10 instead of 1. Yeah. Yes. That zero was there the whole time. You well, forgot. You I for, I just... You only read the first digit of the number that I, you wrote down. You know, I gotta, I gotta remember to read every digit in a number, you know? That just makes sense. Yeah. That just makes perfect sense. So you just got 2 out of 8 in that round. <laughs> so we're, so we're at, we're at the low point. Which is fitting because this is the middle of the quiz. We're going from round four to round five out of eight rounds. I have a feeling you're going to do better in this round. Mm -hmm. Um, We're back to actual questions that I've written now rather than these, you know, cute little list things. And I'm calling round number five COVID EO games. COVID COVID EO games. COVID EO games. That's actually the best pun on that i've seen oh thank you um and it is around uh on the intersection between video games and illness okay question number one in batman arkham city batman is infected with a fatal disease and must race to find a cure but who dies at the end of the game's story question number two In Animal Crossing New Horizons, players can craft medicine to take themselves or give to sick neighbors. The recipe for medicine calls for three clumps of weeds and one of what item that might irk players with trypophobia. Okay, Liz Liz is happy. She's she's with me on this one. (laughs) Question number three. Resident Evil is known in Japan by another name, which itself also served as the subtitle for the seventh entry in the series here in North America. 
What is that nine-letter word? Liz is counting letters on her hands. I definitely have a word that's got nine letters, so... Question number four. Dr. Mario provides primary care by dropping pills on viruses that appear in what three colors? Dr. Mario provides primary care by dropping pills on viruses that appear in what three colors? I played this recently, too. Nice. I love Dr. Mario. Question number five. In The Last of Us, Ellie Mm. is special because she is immune to the infection turning humans into fungoid monsters, but she doesn't look so unique. What actor (laughs) said of the character, quote, I guess I should be flattered that they ripped off my likeness. Oh my gosh. This was so funny when it happened. Mm. Um, Okay. I'm guessing you don't need that one repeated. No. Question number six. In Pokemon, a Pokemon may become poisoned and lose health gradually as a result. Besides poison-type Pokemon themselves, what other type of Pokemon generally cannot be poisoned? Um, Okay, this is kind of a long one. Question number seven. A game first released in 2012 has experienced a surge in popularity in 2020, even getting banned from China's version of Apple's App Store in February. The game's creator, James Vaughn, has said, quote, The game is very effective at helping players understand the terrifying power of exponential growth and also shows some of the mechanics that global governments have to stop a pandemic, unquote. What is the name of this game? And finally, question number eight. True or false? Published in 2013, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders 5th Edition, or DSM-5, recognizes video game addiction as a formal disorder. Do you need any of these questions repeated now? No. Do you want to single any of them out for a hint? One. One as in the question number one? Yes. Okay. At the time when this game was new, uh, the uh, voice actor who plays this character, who dies at the end of the story, claimed that this would be his swan song as the character. Okay. So that actually, I think, did help me. But that, in fact, turned out to not be the case at all. He would continue to play the character. That gave Uh, me a gender. um, Okay, so who dies at the end of Batman Arkham City? Is it Joker? Correct. Voiced by Mark Hamill? Correct. Who is who I put down initially and then thought maybe it was Jim Gordon's daughter. Mm, Barbara Gordon. Um, Question two, in the new Animal Crossing, you craft medicine from weeds and what? A wasp's nest. Correct. Question number three. The irony being that medicine is something you might need if you get stung by a wasp. Yes, that's the primary need reason for, for crafting it and using it. Um, question three was about Resident Evil. Uh, do you know what that nine letter word is? I said infection. No, uh, good guess. It's biohazard. Ah, okay. Um, and the, the, I learned this from Game Grumps. The, the thing I find interesting about this is in uh, all along from the beginning, Resident Evil has been called Biohazard in Japan. 
Resident Evil 7 is the newest game in the series. Here in North America, that game is called Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Uh-huh. In Japan, it's called Biohazard 7 Resident Evil. That's fucking amazing. Isn't that cool? I love that. It's also, That makes, yeah. makes me so happy. I'm so excited to tell that to Kenny. And also from what little I, I haven't played it, but from what little I know about the game, it like totally makes sense. Like thematically nice um okay question four was about dr mario uh what three colors i said red blue green Ooh, you're so close uh is purple one of them no is orange one of them no is yellow one of them yes the clue in the question was dr mario provides primary care red yellow blue yes the primary colors are red yellow and blue i picked the tv cone colors yes yes (laughs) uh often confused um the next question was about the last of us who's that actor uh ellen page famous lesbian correct um the in pokemon uh what type i didn't know this Mm -hmm. do you have a guess i guess fairy no it's steel type steel steel cannot be poisoned I wrote ghost, and then I wrote dragon, and then I wrote fairy. <laughs> mm-hmm. All good guesses. Uh, question seven was about the game having to do with pandemics. Uh, do you have a guess what that's called? Cookie Click. No, interesting uh, Candy guess. Candy Crush. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> when Flappy you... Bird. Is Cookie Click real? Because the the other two things you named are real, but I haven't heard of Cookie Click. Cookie Click, I believe, is the name of the um, video game that Blake sent me where you're just trying to make more cookies. Uh-huh. And so you do that at first just by clicking, and then you can basically get other people to click. But the idea is that it runs off of the cookies in your browser, so you're supposed to like leave it and let it run and come back. Oh, okay. Um, the correct answer is Plague Inc., as, oh, I've not heard of that. As in incorporated, I-N-C, period. Ah, uh, yes. It's called Plague, Inc. Uh, and the final question was, true or false, the DSM-5, video game addiction, formal disorder? I said false. Correct. And can I tell you why I said false? Please. Because the only addiction that isn't drug, unless this has changed very recently, the only addiction that isn't drug based on a physical substance in the dsm is gambling i believe that's correct um i listened to a podcast on sex addiction sex addiction Mm -hmm. and it was basically like the the problem with calling something an addiction Mm -hmm. is that if you say that you have a sex addiction and you don't have sex you don't go through the physical symptoms of withdrawal right like if you are addicted to alcohol or caffeine even let's say caffeine Mm mm-hmm um, you, if you drink three cups of coffee every day and then you don't drink caffeine, people get a headache, they feel sluggish, they get migraines sometimes. Whereas like with these, it's not to say that these behaviors aren't problematic or obsessive, but they're not addictions mm-hmm. in that particular definition of it. And the only reason they have gambling as that is because the chemicals that are released are actually, like, when you gamble, mm-hmm. they have found actually just sort of hit this threshold where people do actually experience withdrawal symptoms, I think. Uh-huh. 
basically like the high is so high that the low is very low. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was like, it seems unlikely that video games would have gotten in there before sex. That sounds like, from my limited knowledge and understanding, that does sound like data that would go into the DSM-5. Um, like a good trivia writer, I have a fact in parentheses to go with this question. Um, in the DSM-5, internet gaming disorder, as it's called, mm -hmm. is identified as a condition warranting more clinical research and experience before it might be considered for inclusion in the main book as a formal disorder. So, so the DSM-5 does mention video games and, and addiction, and they call it internet gaming disorder, but it needs more, more research before they consider really making it a disorder in the way that you're yeah. talking about. Okay. I, I found the game and sent you the video. It's called Cookie Clicker. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay, so you got four out of eight in the video game round, which was round five. You are back on the upswing after the nadir in round four. And I will say, this is, I think, pretty representative of me in trivia by mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. Which is that there are some that I just, like, know so certainly. Yeah. And then there are ones that I get wrong, but I sort of know part of. Yes. I've I, I I haven't written a quiz of this length uh, before. I've tried to do my best to leave you a recognizable trail of breadcrumbs yeah. to the answer if you have no knowledge of what it is off the top of your head. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So if you, if your hit rate is about what it would be at the actual bar trivia, then hopefully that means I've done. An okay job. Um, yeah. Round six is called Half Nelson. And it's a round on the Mandela effect. Ooh. It's called Half Nelson. Okay. And uh, I am going to give you uh, eight movie quotes. Mm -hmm. Four out of the eight are an example of the Mandela effect. Mm -hmm. Half. Half Nelson. Uh, the other four are word for word exactly how they are said in the movie. So four are correct and four are the misheard versions. Right. And so, b this is not another 50-50 round. What I want you to give me is I want you to give me the real quote. <gasps> so I'm going to tell you how many words each one is. The number of words is going to stay the same. Mm-hmm. So if it's, if, if the quote is real, if the quote is accurate, it's word perfect, then tell me so. Okay. But if the quote is actually Mandela effect and it's not word perfect for what is said in the movie, write down the, the, real, the, real, quote. the okay. real quote. Okay. Yeah, got it. Number one, five words. Luke, I am your father. The correct answer will be five words. Done. Okay. Question two. Seven words. One does not simply walk into Mordor. Number three is eight words long. Okay. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. It'll, it'll help when you see them all together because you have to have... Four Mandela's and four mm -hmm. real ones. 
Um, question number four, five words. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Got it. Six words. Uh, this is number five. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Six words. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Question number six. Three words. Why so serious? Question number seven is seven words. If you build it, they will come. And the last question is one word. And that word is rosebud. Do you need any of them repeated now? Could could you do seven again? Yes. Seven words. If you build it, they will come. You should have four corrected quotes. Yeah. And four just as I said them. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Luke, I am your father. No, I am your father. Correct. One does not simply walk into Mordor. Correct as written. Correct. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I think this one is wrong, but I don't know how to make it right. So what are you going to say for your guess? Since you don't know how to correct it, you might as well say it's... Frankly, my love, I don't give a damn. No, this one is correct. Ah, damn. That that is what he says. Uh, Mirror, mirror on the wall. Magic mirror on the wall. Correct. We're going to need a bigger boat. I think that's correct. It's actually you're going to need a bigger boat. Ah, okay. Yep. Why so serious? Oh, sorry. I did hear a um, NPR article with the children of the one of the dudes in this movie, which is Jaws, Jaws. which I have yep. not seen. And Ooh, I guess movie. everybody attributes this quote to that dude, and he's not actually the person that says it, to the point yep. that, like, even one of the dude's, like, sons was like, no, he says it. And then the daughter was like, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, why so serious as yeah. written. Yes. Why so serious is correct as written and as said. Uh, if you build it, they will come. I think this one is wrong so how would you correct it how would you correct if you build it they will come if you build it it will come Mm, do you want to take one more try at that pronoun if you build it he will come correct ah yes yes and finally rosebud correct yes so you got six out of eight you're really on the upswing now you just missed uh, Jaws and um, Gone with the Wind. Two movies I have not seen. Yeah, I haven't seen Gone with the Wind. Um, one day I'll set aside, what is it, four hours? Yeah. Um, okay, round number seven of eight, the penultimate round, if you will. I need to boot up the Bluetooth speaker again. Because it's the second audio round. Uh-huh. And if the first audio round is all about guessing songs... 
um, then you you might be able to guess that we're not going back to the music well. Mm. This is in Geeks Who Drink, typically the uh, name this movie or television show that uh, that this clip uh, audio clip is from. And so I'm calling this round coming eventually to a theater near you. So they're from trailers. These these are trailers. Nice. And the theme is these are all movies that have been delayed. Okay. Uh, because of the pandemic. Uh-huh. And you'll just hear about 30 seconds uh, from each trailer. Okay. Name the movie. Here is movie number one. I tell people my sister moved out west. You're a science teacher. Your husband, he renovates houses. You're thinking about moving, but you're going to wait until the interest rates go down. That's not my story. Before I was an Avenger. Mm. Movie number two. I used to live my life a quarter mile at a time. But things changed. My father now. I will always be in your heart. Little Brian, I have a gift for you. Your daddy gave me this. No, I'm going to give it to you. It's very special. It's for protection from what's coming. Okay, so that's a very famous movie that uh, we won't get to see anytime soon because of the pandemic. Can I just say these trailers sound so silly without visuals? <laughs> it is a very different experience, isn't it? All right, here's number three. Somehow, a town that isn't anywhere near a tectonic plate, that has no fault lines, no fracking, no loud music even is shaking on a daily basis. Under the dining table now! Hey, remember that one summer we died under a table? I found this in my living room. Whoa, killer replica. A replica of what? A ghost trap? Um, I'm, I'm playing these clips a little bit longer than I was intending to. Um, cause I can tell that this is not turning out to be easy. That I'm dying. Here's number four. I am Usnavian. You probably never heard my name. Reports of my fame are greatly exaggerated. Morning, Usnavi. Pan caliente, cafe con leche. On these blocks, you can't walk two steps without bumping into someone's big plan. I'm making moves, I'm making deals, but guess what? What? You still ain't got no skills. <laughs> Liz, Liz gave me a face like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, again, I just want to say, I hope that everyone listening is having the same experience of like, all of these movies seem really terrible without visuals. <laughs> that last one was a little different. Um, okay, number five. Six of our northern cities have fallen in a coordinated attack. Their leader fights alongside oh. a witch. 
crush these murderers. Your Majesty. Every family must contribute one man to fight. Okay. Liz, Liz got that one about 10 seconds ago. Um, I just remembered, uh, I, I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to try to give you a little help. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something that I did when I put this together. Uh-huh. Um, these eight movies, I've put them in alphabetical order. Okay. They're in, they're in alphabetical order by title. So, sure. So ho- hopefully that'll, that'll help steer you a little bit. Uh-huh. Here's number six. Okay. I think I got that one. Cool. Here's number seven. You should be at least a two-star admiral by now. Yet here you are. Captain. What is that? America. It's one of life's mysteries, sir. give you another clue that i might get more specific about later if necessary um but the the in a general well i'll tell you that's a sequel and most of these are sequels okay yeah and i i I can get specific about how many later if you think it'll help okay probably not but number eight the last one number eight is the last one it's another sequel have you ever been in love a long long time ago you? So many times. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Life is good, but it can be better. And why shouldn't it be? All you need is to want it. Okay, that's all I was planning on playing, but you look like you don't have it yet. I don't think I will. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it keep playing. I apologize. I, I really thought this one would be this. I really thought this one in particular would be like, uh, uh, a nice uh, softball or, uh, you know, slow and low over the over the plate. Let, let's hear a little. Uh-huh. More. Let's hear a little more. Okay. Think about finally having everything you always wanted. I can save today, but you can save the world. Steve. Now, I take what I want in return. Cool. Did did it sound like uh, 
Did it sound like my my parents' names were being said? Steve. When, when one person said Steve, and did it sound like the other person said Diane? But in fact, they were. I think they were saying Diana. Let's oh. let's hear that again. Got it. Okay, so which uh, which ones don't you have? Two, three, four. No, I'm kidding. Two, two, three, four, and seven. Okay. Three so has have... Finn Wolfhard in it. That's true. I love Finn Wolfhard. There's something in here that should really help you, which I think I did play before. Okay. I found this in my living room. Whoa, killer replica. A replica of what? A ghost trap? Okay. Did you hear what he said? Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to seven just real quick because... You should be at least a two-star admiral by now. I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you... If this were real geeks who drink, you would hear all of these twice. They would they would play them all one right after the other and then they would do it again. So Mm -hmm. you're not getting the real geeks who drink experience because I'm not playing them all twice because it's a podcast. But let's let's hear uh, this man again, and then you'll hear a different man. Yet here you are, Captain. What is that? It's one of life's mysteries, sir. So you, that that second voice you heard was the star of the film. Okay. And then you hear all of this noise. Oh, it's got it. Okay, you ready to go, to go over answers? It's my uncle's favorite movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. These are all films uh, that were uh, supposed to come out at one point, and uh, instead they've been delayed to a later point. Yes. Because of the pandemic. Yes. What was number one? The Black Widow movie. Correct. Which I think is just called Black Widow. Correct. What was number two? No idea. Okay. So one thing that we heard in that clip was we heard the distinct uh, voice of Vin Diesel saying, I used to live my life a quarter mile at a time. Oh, that was Vin Diesel. Yes. That so was, it's like a that Fast was, and Furious movie? It's called F9 because oh. it's Fast and Furious 9. And it was yeah. supposed to come out this year, and instead, maybe it'll come out next year. What yeah. was number three? I said Ghostbusters 2. Uh, I'm going to give you that one. When you say Ghostbusters 2, do you mean 2 in relation to the 2016 Ghostbusters? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to gauge. No, I'm curious. I'm curious about this. How how many Ghostbusters movies do you think that there have been so far? What kind? Feature films. Two with men. Uh-huh. And one with women. That's exactly right. And 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 do, what do you think this new one is in relation to those? Two? <laughs> After women. <laughs> Well, okay. 
but like do you mean literally like literally it's the second one in the 21st century or do you mean it is canonically a sequel to that movie starring Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, oh, etc. Literally. That's just like next. Okay, gotcha. In our timeline. <laughs> In real life. Yes. Okay. This is very this is this it's very confusing <laughs> having this conversation. <laughs> It's that uh, it, you get a point because it is Ghostbusters. It's more specifically, it's called Ghostbusters Afterlife, mm-hmm. and and it's and it, it is in the continuity of the original Ghostbusters. Oh, so, so fuck women, basically, is what they're saying. Fuck women. I mean, fuck that movie. I mean, like the world said that with their dollars. <laughs> I liked it. It was uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it. I just it's just <laughs> not the sort of movie that would get a sequel. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like a soft reboot or sequel to Ghostbusters 2 or whatever. Okay. Um, that was number three. What was number four? No idea. Okay. But like. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay. Well, it can't be the French Dispatch because it would come no, after G. I did not. I don't know. The French Dispatch. What, what did you, what do you remember hearing in that clip? Nothing. Do you, you don't remember what clip it was? No. Okay, here's here's what clip it was. I knew so little that I couldn't even remember. Okay. One thing that you heard in that clip was Jimmy Smith's singing Morning Usnavi. It it was the only one of these clips that was a musical because there were a bunch of people singing. <gasps> Is this the Adam Driver musical? No, I don't know about that. <gasps> Adam Driver's in a musical with fucking hot lady from Inception. Marion Cotillard? Yeah, I think. Okay. I'll learn more about that later. No, it was uh it was not only a musical, but it was uh I would might describe it as a uh Latinx uh hip hop sounding musical. Wouldn't you wouldn't you say that that was what we heard? Uh-huh. Is it is it Carmen the Hip Hopra? Featuring Beyonce that was on MTV? No. One of the most famous people in the world right now is a man named Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, yes. And he, uh, before Hamilton, wrote a musical called In the Heights. Yes. And this is the movie, the In the Heights. <gasps> ah, I see. Okay. Delayed by the pandemic. Um, I know you know number five. Mulan. Correct. I think you know number six. Uh, a Quiet Place 2? Correct think we got you to number seven um top gun yeah top two it's, yeah it's called top gun maverick but you are correct uh, it's um it's my uncle's favorite movie because he's a pilot yeah that makes sense annette is the name of the musical film that has adam driver and marion cotier and um the last one was uh wonder woman two yes Wonder Woman 1984. Nice. Um, six out of eight. Here we go. Nicely done. Um, final round. In the um, Geeks Who Drink, uh, the uh, final round is always a general knowledge round. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is just a, a grab bag. And um, for inspiration, I looked to uh, Trivial Pursuit. Um, so I didn't have to just come up with whatever, Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, as you probably know, 
uh, Trivial Pursuit has six colors. Yes. Six categories, but what those categories are has changed a little bit over the years. So mm-hmm. um, I've compiled eight Trivial Pursuit categories that inspired these eight general knowledge questions. So the first one is geography. Okay. Two Boots is a chain of pizzerias based in New York City. The titular Two Boots are references to what country and what U.S. state. Geographically speaking, the Two Boots are what country and what state. Got it. Uh, Second question is entertainment. We Can Remember It For You Wholesale, a short story by Philip K. Dick, was adapted into what 1990 film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, which was then remade into a 2012 film of the same name starring Colin Farrell. The name of the Philip K. Dick short story is We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. Question number three is history. The Black Death peaked during what century? The Black Death peaked during what century? Okay. Question four is science and nature. On the periodic table of elements, uranium is atomic number 92 and plutonium is atomic number 94. But what is atomic number 93? So fill in the blank from the periodic table. 92, uranium. 93, blank. 94, plutonium. Question number five is arts and literature. What 19th century novel bears the subtitle or the modern Prometheus? What 19th century novel bears the subtitle or the modern Prometheus? Question six is sports and leisure. It's our one sports question for the entire 64 question quiz. Hoping it's about leisure. Unless you count the field of dreams uh, yeah. thing from the Mandela effect. Um, how many major league baseball teams does California currently have? How many MLB teams does California currently have? Mm -hmm. Question seven is people and places. Fill in the blank in this official U.S. state name, a mouthful that voters overwhelmingly opted not to change in 2010. Quote, the state of blank and Providence plantations. Unquote. There is a U.S. state that is technically, officially, not named what we all call it. It's named the state of blank and Providence Plantations. And what's in that blank is the name that we all know it by. And then the final question in the quiz, the Trivial Pursuit category is wild card. Mm-hmm. So I had free reign, and so this is the question I wrote. In Marvel Comics, Brian Michael Bendis created a group called the Illuminati, consisting of six members. Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Black Bolt, 
Namor, Reed Richards, and what other character who has starred in eight films, none of them in the MCU. In Marvel Comics, Brian Michael Bendis gave us a group called the Illuminati. The Marvel Illuminati have six members, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Black Bolt, King of the Inhumans, Namor, ruler of Atlantis, Reed Richards, a.k.a. Mr. Fantastic, and what other character who we've who has starred in, who has starred in eight films, none of those films are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to date. I just didn't realize there were that many more BS the Living Vampire movies. <laughs> the Illuminati. Can you imagine Jared Leto in the in the Illuminati? He'd be so serious. All right, do you need any repeats? No. Okay. I'm guessing you don't need a single hint then. No, I'm feeling good. Terrific. Two boots Or pizza. just very wrong in a way that a hint will not help me. <laughs> Let's find out. Two Boots Pizza. What's the country it, and the state? Italy and Louisiana. Correct. Uh, we Can Remember It For You Wholesale was adapted into... I know this is wrong, but I can see Colin Farrell in this movie in the trailer. Mm -hmm. But it's not called Thunderdome, which is what I wrote down. Okay. There is a movie called Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome starring um, Mel Gibson. Okay. Um, But this film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger or later film starring Colin Farrell is called Total Recall. Total Recall. We we can remember it for you wholesale was adapted into Total Recall. Uh, history, the Black Death peaked in what century? The Dark Ages. In what century? Oh, shit. Um, 1100. Uh, final answer? Sure. Um, um, that is incorrect. It is the 14th century. Ah. Yeah. yeah A.K.A. the 1300s. <laughs> the Dark Ages. That might be longer than a century if we look that up. <laughs> Um, science and nature. Okay, so if 92 is uranium and 94 is plutonium, then what's 93? I said newtonium. Say again? Newtonium, like Newton? Omium? Mm, no, you're, 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 you're quite close. It does start with an N. It's neptunium. Oh, As in okay. Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Yeah, that makes sense. Uranium, I was close. neptunium, <laughs> plutonium. Very close. Were you actually thinking of the periodic table? Like, were you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Hence the N. Okay. Um, uh, Arts and literature. What's the 19th century novel that goes, the title goes blank or the modern Prometheus? Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Correct. Um, Sports and leisure. How many? I said three. Three final answer. Three. Uh, Three is incorrect. What is it? Four? It's five. Five? Yeah. I never would have gone to five. Let's, uh, I'm just doing a quick Google because I'm not going to remember them off the top of my head. But I looked it up. MLB teams by state. We have the Los Angeles Angels, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Oakland A's, the San Diego Padres, and the San Francisco Giants. 
five teams. Yeah, okay. I was thinking of the two LA teams and then thought there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Up there somewhere. Yeah. Um, okay, so what is the state uh, of blank and Providence Plantations? Rhode Island? Correct. The state of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations is the official name of Rhode Island. Because they were like, we're the like, small... So we'll have we'll, the longest We'll compensate, name. yes. It's like their sports car yeah. for their midlife crisis. And oh, no. What? I just realized I have this last one wrong. Okay. You, you, there's still time to change it. I haven't asked you for your answer yet. Who's that sixth member of the Illuminati in Marvel Comics? He's been... He's, he's been... So he. He's been... A uh, major character in eight feature films, live action, played notably by two actors I can think of, one older, one younger, but none of those films are MCU films because they're not Disney Marvel Studios films. One day, we may see this character in the MCU because... Disney purchased 20th Century Fox, so now they own those rights that they didn't have before. Okay, I I can't, I don't think I'm going to think of it, but can I tell you what I put and why I put it? Yeah, go for it. I put the Hulk, uh-huh. because I know that there's complicated stuff there, and yeah. I was like, and That's that they can't do a full feature film of him, which is why he just, like, is, like, all over the Thor movie, yeah, even that's, though it's a Thor movie. That's why they but, won't make another Hulk solo film, because they, they share those rights, and they would... But then, of course, I remembered Ed Norton Hulk. Yeah. And then I felt that's when I realized I was wrong. So what is it? The the films that you're not thinking of are the X-Men films. Ah. It's, it's Professor X. Professor X, Professor X is the other member of the Illuminati. Played by wonderful patrick stewart and that very handsome other man james mcavoy who what though when he has short hair loses all of the handsomeness so <laughs> yeah there is something lost there okay so are so, you have you been counting keeping yes. my score yes i Thank have God. <laughs> so i'm adding it up now i'm adding up the scores from the eight different rounds out of a possible 64 points your final score appears to be 37. Let me make sure that Ooh. I got that right. Six, four, six, two, four, six, six, three. So you got a lot of sixes. You got six out of eight in half the rounds. Um, you got four out of eight in two of them, um, three out of eight in that last one, and then your worst was two out of eight in round four. Um, so that's how you did, but more importantly, um, how do you think I did? Uh, how do you, I think you got a hundred percent cause you made the quiz. I mean, how did I do making a quiz for the podcast? What you... Oh, you, you nailed it. It was oh, very thank good. Thank you very much. I mean, the fact that I did about that well, I think is indicative of the fact that that's about how well I would do by myself at trivia. I think that makes sense. Um, we have at Trivia, just as like a small note, we have bombed and we have gotten first place a handful yeah. of times and mm-hmm. it been in the top three more than that. Yeah. When we go to Trivia and it's never just me and Dana and it's never just me. It's always a group of at least four of us. The max is six. Sometimes it is a group of six. 
when we when we get together, we're pretty consistently like third place. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have won on on more than one occasion. Sometimes we're in second. Sometimes we just have a bad night. Yeah. Mo- most common, we're in that third place spot. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty good place to be. Sometimes that's like $10 off your tab or, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite was at um, um, the brewery that we go to. True Respite is the name of it. I knew I'd come up with it. Mm. Um, because what they give you is just vouchers for individual beers. Yeah. Like a 12 ounce or like a like a 16 ounce pour or whatever. So yeah. it's just like they don't have food or anything. So it's except like, you know jerky and like chips or whatever so it's just like here's a free fucking beer you're welcome and i'm like thanks this is what i need (laughs) (laughs) yeah good deal so uh congratulations you made it through the gauntlet uh you scored 37 out of 64 um you got got the first place you got first place also Um, last but we don't have to talk about that no i don't care to recognize that um 37 out of 64 you got the kevin smith number uh, of correct answers. Uh, and uh, uh, that concludes uh, the first and maybe last uh, pub, sm- the Smug Buds uh, quiz off. Yeah. I mean, maybe now I just have to make one for you. Maybe. I wouldn't mind that at all. And it would be a surprise. Ooh. All right. Looking forward to that and more. I'll see you next week, Will. Love you. See you next time. Love you too. Bye. Will is on Twitter and Letterboxd at YoungestOfOne, and his website is WilliamHoffacker.com. You can find Liz at Exclamate on Instagram, at Exclamate underscore on Twitter, or on her website, ElizabethDeannaMorrisLakes.com. Our website is SmugBuds.com, and the podcast is at SmugBuds on Twitter and Instagram.